Welcome to the Church Council Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Story. I'm an attorney who specializes in church law, and I want to invite you along the journey as we explore my years of volunteering, working for, and then acting as legal counsel for the local church. During each episode, we will examine one of the three essential parts of building a secure church, your foundation, the framing, and the facade, where the foundation is your church's core beliefs, the framing is your operational structure, and the facade is the outward connectivity to your members and guests. Using this framework. We hope to simplify church law and proactively protect the minister's ministry and mission of your church and prepare you along the way for handling the unexpected events as they arise. Today is a special day. It's the day we launch this podcast into the world. Church law has been a passion of mine for a number of years, and I've always wanted to do something like this because, honestly, I talk to churches, ministries, um, Christian camps, each and every week, and I want to make sure there's a place that really acts as a resource for everybody, Uh, and this is kind of the best place to do this. So uh, if you found this podcast, I really do hope that as we go down this road together that these episodes really will help act as a resource and a database for you to really improve how you do ministry, and and that's a, a big passion of mine. A little bit about me, I uh, came from a long history of volunteering for the church, which then led to working for a church, uh, which would be a mega church, and did that for a number of years, and then have kind of transitioned after law school into this newfound practice area, which is church law. And church law is something that I think is hard for people to even, even understand what that means and 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 how do you define that? And the way I define that is churches do have a set of law that they have to follow, but it's a unique set. And I think that's what's important here is understanding that your normal doesn't always apply to the church. Churches are subject to uh, a higher power, and that's really recognized inside inside the law of the United States. And so when we look at it, there are often very big exceptions when it comes to a church or, or honestly, any religious ministry, whether that's somebody who's out here doing a Christian camp, uh, whether that's a, a parachurch organization. All of these things are really unique, and they all have special exceptions. And that's really where we've come in and tried to simplify that confusing matrix of church law. Because you can't, as a church or a ministry, just go to uh, uh, some kind of human relations, you know, HR conference. They're going to tell you, you can't ask these questions. They're going to tell you, you can't do these things. It's illegal. The problem is there's a huge exception for churches. A church can come in and they can say, what denomination are you? What are your beliefs? These are important things for the church to do. I would say they are 100% necessary, and the law recognizes that. So whereas your Fortune 500 company may have a lot of limitations on what they could or couldn't ask in an interview, you as a church don't have those same limitations. But you need to know what they are. You need to know where where the guidelines are. And the guardrails for your ministry really do matter here. And so as we go throughout this journey, my hope and, and my 
uh, prayer is really that we provide those those guardrails, those boundaries, so you know where you can go, and also that you're not afraid. Because the last thing I want is for you, the church, to live in fear. I really feel that one of the the purposes for this this practice area of mine, one of this purpose areas, uh, or one of the purposes for this podcast is to make sure that we empower the local church and that we come in and we proactively protect the minister's ministry and mission of the church. These are things that, that you are in charge of as a leader inside the church, whether that's a pastor, an elder, a deacon, a board member. These are your responsibilities. And we need to make sure that as we go through this together, you can sit here and understand exactly what you need to do to better serve the, the ministry that you've been called to. And for the past decade, as I've been serving churches in our law firm, uh, this church law practice area really has just grown and grown from helping church plants set up their initial documents all the way to representing churches when they've come across some really large problems. And every week I will end up with multiple different situations from churches all around um, my state, all around uh, really the nation. And, And my goal is to take some of that, make sure that we can learn from things that have already happened and provide that to you so that you can do this proactive protection. The one thing that I, I see is a problem with most churches is where they really stand currently in their legal documents, in their uh, policies and procedures, in their understanding of what they need to do. And a lot of times we've taken, as I'll say the big, the, the big C church, we've taken the approach that, Ah, no one's going to sue the church. And I would say that's a, a very correct statement 10 years ago, but it's not today. And I think that's where this is so needed right now. Because 10 years ago, I remember a case where I literally talked to the other attorney on the other side and they said, we're not going to name this church. That would, that would be something that would effectively kill our business if we named the local church and put them in a lawsuit. And we're just not going to do that. Today, that's entirely different. Today, whether that's been some of the sexual abuse scandals in both the, the Catholic or Baptist church denominations, people see the church as an easy target. Part of the problem is they see it as something that is kind of ripe for the picking, if you will. Churches typically have a lot of assets. They have insurance. They are easy to name. And so anybody who thinks anything's gone wrong, the church is one, one of the parties that they want to include in the lawsuit. This is why it's so important to now catch up on what the church, Big C Church, has been lacking for so many years. And that's the proactive protection. We've got to make sure that that your church, your ministry has everything that they need from the ground up. Uh, I think we've... We've all, we've all heard the parable, uh, don't build your house on the sand, build it on the rock. I, I fully believe that that is 
exactly what we're talking about here. Because when we start, whether that's your church um, foundational documents, all the way to your policies and procedures, all the way to uh, how you're going to handle your children's ministry, these are all super important things that we may not have put enough time into. And those are the things that leave us exposed. Great pastor once told me that it's very rare for a, a pastor or a church to lose their ministry because of something that they would they would preach. It, it's not going to be a heresy issue. The problem is it's going to be something that comes along because we weren't paying attention to the littlest things or we've got somebody who is a bad apple in our church who did something inappropriate. And now the church is finding itself in the news. The church is finding itself with a large problem. And that's going to be the thing that can hurt your church more than anything else. And being honest, you as a, a pastor, as a leader, most often this is not what you really signed up for. God called you to preach. God called you to, to be in the mission field. And I fully support that. I think what God's called me to is to help you come alongside you to make sure that you have this information so that you can better protect your church, your, your fellow ministers, and make sure that the ministry is solid. Ultimately, I see this as a stewardship issue. Every time I've had to help a church and there's been a lawsuit or there's been claims or there's been anything that's ultimately cost the church money, I realize that's money that's not going for the gospel. We're not, we're not doing our job when we have to divert resources and put them into fighting a lawsuit, even if it's a crazy, ridiculous lawsuit. I helped a church a number of years ago that, that spent a lot of money to ultimately get dismissed from a lawsuit because there was no claim. The church hadn't done anything wrong, but what they hadn't done was they hadn't made sure that they were above reproach enough, so to speak, that there was no way for the lawsuit to be brought. And so one of the questions and one of the things that, that I want us to learn together is how to try to protect everything we're doing to the point where the lawsuit's never even filed, where you don't have to spend any money to defend it. Even if it's a frivolous claim, we want to make sure that you're not having to do that. And if you are, or if an event happens, I want to prepare you so you know what to do when that phone call comes in and you found out that something's happened and you know there's going to be a news report, there's going to be something. How do we deal with that from a legal perspective, from a biblical perspective? Uh, what's the right answer and what's the right move? So as we go down this road together, there's a few things that I want to make sure that your church is doing, starting with the, the basic fundamental foundation. What about your church bylaws? What about your church constitution? How can we improve those to strengthen your church? How do we deal with things like sexual misconduct within your church or allegations? What, what's the right reaction? How do we put in place policies, procedures that take care of that? Answering churches. Um, basic church questions like, does your church actually need a 501c3 designation? Is that something you need? Is that something you want? What do you need to know about mandatory reporter laws? Each and every state has mandatory reporter laws. And if you're dealing with children 
anywhere in your church, then you need to make sure that you not only understand those as the ministry leader, but you're communicating those with all the appropriate people who help you run your ministry. That can be your coordinators, directors, volunteers. They need to know what to do. One of the things that is the most important when you are dealing with uh, anyone in your ministry is making sure that the, the minor children are taken care of. So whether that's your youth ministry, your kids ministry, your preschool ministry, how do we strengthen those? How do we make policies and procedures that are practical, but yet really do add protection to the church? How do we deal with volunteers? That's a huge issue. Churches don't run if there's no one helping them. And volunteers are something we need to take seriously. What are we going to do? How are we going to ensure that we've got the right people in the right places uh, and, and make sure that we're ultimately limiting the church's liability uh, on all of those things? What do we do about guns in the church? This is a very hot topic. It still remains a hot topic. How do we protect your church? How do we how do we make sure how do we make sure that we are protecting your church from the inside and the outside uh, as related to guns, concealed carry in some states, various different laws? What can we do, and what policies do we put in place? So when we look at how we're going to tie all this together. I think we always have to start and we have to look at the basics. What are we going to do with the church constitution? What are we going to do with the bylaws? How do we plug policies and procedures into this? Where does church insurance fall? There's, there's so many topics that I hope uh, throughout this journey we can, we can take piece by piece. And that way when we go through this each week, you can f- that way when we go through this each week, we really will add that extra layer that your ministry needs. My goal is simply to protect the pastors, the ministers, the ministry, and the mission of your church. I want you to be able to have confidence in what you have, that you know that you are prepared uh, for whatever comes your way, and we can resist the, the spiritual warfare that's coming, that's here we want to make sure that we are above reproach and that we've done everything we can within, within your ministry. So as we go throughout this journey together, my prayer and, and my goal is to pass on as much wisdom as, as the Lord's allowed me to, to see and to have going through these things so that in the end, Christ can be glorified. You can be effective ministers of the gospel. So ultimately. We can all serve the people that God has entrusted to us and that he would be the one receiving the glory. Thank you so much for listening to the Church Council Podcast. I've been your host, Travis Story. I truly hope that the practical takeaways from today's episode is something that will bless and protect your ministry. If you found today's discussions helpful and want to be updated as we publish new content, please subscribe so that you're notified as new episodes become available. Also, if you found that today was worthy of your time, please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice so that other ministries can find and be blessed by this content. Until next time, keep serving and protecting your ministry. Industries.